Welcome to the Wellness and High Performance Podcast with your host, Coach Peter. Wellness is the foundation that unlocks your highest performance both mentally and physically and allows you to enjoy life to its fullest. In each episode, I share bite-sized health, fitness and performance lessons that are going to help you to live your best life. So, put on your shoes, head out of the door and start stepping into your potential. Hello friends, this is Coach Peter. Welcome to today's show. I hope you have had a fantastic day. And as always, I hope that it's going to get even better as a result of listening to today's episode. And in today's episode, I want to offer you something that I think is going to be really, really valuable to a lot of people. I want to offer my top five meal preparation hacks. And I think that especially if you're someone who finds themselves in a position often where you don't have anything to eat, you're hangry, meaning the combination of being hungry and slightly pissed off and hangry and angry, and you're in a situation where you know that you have to get some food right now, but you just don't know what to do. And oftentimes what you end up doing is either getting Uber Eats or you just go and grab something from a fast food place or wherever else, And oftentimes this food that you end up getting, it might not serve you when it comes to living your, you know, in your in your healthiest body and living your best life. And although you can certainly find healthy options when you're eating outside, but oftentimes you don't know what oil the person, I mean, the cook has used. You don't know if the restaurant uses rancid oils. You don't know how how often they change their oils. You don't know how much sugar they put into the food. These things are going to make a massive difference in how you feel and how your body responds to that meal. And obviously also if there's a lot of oil, if there's a lot of sugar to make the food taste better, there's also a lot of calories. And especially if you are trying to lose weight, if you are trying to cut your weight or cut your body fat levels, you need to know what goes into your food so that you can control your overall calorie intake. And the big preface that I want to set to today's episode is that there is a bit of a paradox and it seems that preparing your meals in advance and it seems that, you know, shopping, preparing the food, putting it into containers, bringing it with you, it seems like something that's quite time-consuming. And although one of the goals of today's sessions, I mean, today's episode is to make that process more streamlined and save you time when you're doing it. But in fact, it's really important to realize that the preparation is the only way to save time and save stress later on in the week. And you'll spend significantly less time, total time, on worrying about your food and if you sit down once and you do it once, you prepare for the whole week or even twice, versus if every day you're spending time on even thinking about, oh gee, what am I gonna get? What am I gonna eat today? What am I gonna? That's like the good old, you know, the Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg thing. Like those guys only wear the same shirt every day because you save decision-making capacity for things that are more important to you. Similarly, if you've prepared your meals in advance, you don't even have to think about it. You just grab it from your backpack or whatever you brought in to work with you and you eat it. You don't have to waste 
significant and precious decision-making capacity on thinking about what you're eating, let alone the time it takes for you to get out of the office, go get the food, bring it back, you're wasting time. So the only way is to prepare your food in advance. And in fact, when it comes to losing body fat, if you are not preparing, if you are failing to prepare, you are in fact preparing to fail because the amount of clients who really get significant body composition improvements and maintain them from year to year, those are the clients who really change their lifestyles and they start incorporating meal preparation into their life and they eat most of their meals themselves. I mean, they eat meals that are cooked by themselves and it doesn't mean that you can't eat out ever. This just means that if you know 80 to 90% of the time you're cooking food, you're eating food that you've cooked yourself, guess what? 20 to 10% of the time can be pretty much whatever and it's not going to be detrimental for your health or your results. The problem is that most often times this is turned around and people are eating 80% food from outside, you know, that you haven't cooked yourself and then only 20% of the time you're eating food that you've cooked yourself. And oftentimes this approach is not the best approach if you are looking to live your best life in the healthiest body possible and if you are looking to have a great, great body composition. So, I know that in the beginning when you exchange your routine and when you get into new habits, it's slightly painful because, you know, it's out of your routine but after a while, this thing's gonna become like brushing your teeth. It's gonna happen automatically. People often ask me, how do you manage to meal prep from week to week, year to month to month, year to year, and always do it without fail? How do you do it after you come from a holiday and you know, even on the first week after a holiday, you've got your meals prepared? How do you do that? I don't know. It just happens automatically. It's you've been doing this for years now. It just happens automatically, just like brushing your teeth. You don't really think about it. It just happens. So without further ado, I want to get into my top five meal preparation hacks for people in a hurry to help you to streamline this process so that you can live in a life, you can live in a body that you love and you can live your best life. And before we get into it, the final thing before we get into it, I would really like you to please, if it's possible, take the opportunity to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. If you find this useful or if you've learned anything or hopefully if you're going to pick up something from today's episode, please leave me a rating and a review either on Apple Podcasts or on Google when you search for Coach Puru and that is going to help me out a lot. So, without further ado, let's get into it. The first meal preparation hack for people in a hurry is to optimize your shopping. It all starts with your shopping, okay? When it comes to shopping, I have a couple strategies that I apply, me and Teresa, my girlfriend, we apply on a weekly or a monthly basis and this makes all the difference. So the first thing I wanna say is that you should limit the amount of times when you go to the supermarket. So we do it once a week and maybe sometimes there's a small top up in the middle of the week but most of the time we just do it once a week. And (laughs) having a shopping list 
There is a reason why your grandparents and why your parents had shopping lists. And the reason is that they absolutely work. You can save so much time with a shopping list because you've actually sat down, you've actually premeditated what you're going to buy and you can just go and buy it as opposed to going into the supermarket and meandering through the supermarket hallways for hours when you're thinking, mm, what do I feel like today? Mm, oh, where's that thing? Oh, gee, I forgot that thing. I've got to go back over there. No, no, no. You need a shopping list. You need a shopping list. And when you go to the supermarket, you need the mindset of, I'm here to execute a task. I am here to only buy on what is on my shopping list. And when you do that, it's really easy to not buy anything that you didn't want to buy in the first place. Versus if you go to the shopping market, in your shopping mall, supermarket. What is a shopping market? Sorry, my Finglish is sometimes a little bit funny. When you go to the supermarket and you ask yourself the question, "What do I feel like today?" That you know, that might not serve you the best if you are trying to lose body fat and if you are trying to, because by definition, if you are actually in a calorie deficit, your body is kind of in a in a mode where it's kind of starving. That's the only way to lose significant amounts of body fat and lose weight. So when you're in that state, of course you're going to feel like something sugar. Of course you're going to feel like something oily that's going to have a ton of calories in it. Of course you're going to feel like something that tastes super, super good. Who's going to feel like some chicken breast or some steak? I'm going to feel like some steak, though. Who's going to feel like some potatoes? You know, like, no. You gotta go in there to execute a task. You're not gonna go there to ask yourself, what do I feel like today? Especially if your goal is to improve your body composition. And the tip that's really related to this is that when you go to the supermarket, do it when you are refreshed. Don't do it when you are hungry or when you are tired. Because when you're hungry and you're tired and stressed out, there are many things that change in your physiology. You know, physiology is always going to impact your psychology. And if your physiology turns into such that things like ghrelin, which is a hormone that promotes hunger, cortisol is a stress hormone. We're always looking for things that blunt cortisol levels because we kind of unconsciously know that it doesn't really feel good to be stressed out. It turns out that sugary things are very, very powerful. Carbohydrates are very powerful in blunting cortisol levels and lowering your stress levels in the short term. So that's why if you go to the supermarket, you're super hungry, you're stressed out, you've just had a massive day, you are that much more likely to give in to your cravings for high calorie, calorie dense and these hyper palatable foods, these foods that have been designed to be so good that we you don't you can't even find it in nature because in nature you know if you come across if you're a hunter gatherer you come across some honey that is about the most sugary and sweet thing that you're going to find in nature but now we have even something better because i have something like ice cream for example which is full of sugar and we also put a ton of fat in there to make it even more tasty. And don't get me wrong, I eat ice cream a couple times a week. That's not the problem here. 
the point here is that if you want to go into the shop and you want to reduce the chances of you giving in to your cravings, especially if you are on a hypocaloric diet, meaning you are eating less calories than what you are expending through exercise activity, it's going to serve you really well to go into the supermarket when you are refreshed as opposed to when you are in a state of hunger and stress because then you are much more likely to search for foods that are hyper palatable and that are so good that you because your body knows and you know unconsciously that they make you feel good in the short term but they actually do not make you feel good in the long term because that's probably one of the reasons why you might have had those problems with your body composition in the first place. So what should you buy? Well, what should you buy when you go and shop? You should plan for the week ahead, but you know, like meaning that you should buy stuff for your meal preparations. And we're going to talk about this, but I would highly recommend to investing some thought into developing something known as an emergency food fund, so to speak, in your home. So emergency foods are foods that don't expire and that they're quick to cook. And I don't mean by emergency food, I don't mean that you're preparing for the end of the world. I mean that emergency, meaning that let's say you've run out of your meal preps or you've had a super stressful day, you come home, you just want to eat, but you want you want to have something that's easy to whip up into a delicious and nutritious meal, as opposed to ordering Uber Eats and ordering something that's not going to serve you with your goals. So, examples of emergency foods are you know pasta, packaged rice, sardines, tuna, eggs. These are you know the core components of nutritious meals that don't expire very quickly. They, you can just store them in your pantry. You don't even have to put them into your fridge. And they're very easy to whip up into really delicious and nutritious meals, especially, you know, in the middle of the week, some dinners like that. Your everyday, your weekday dinners don't have to be anything special, but you can make them into something really, really delicious with a little bit of ingenuity and a little with a little bit of preparation because you've already bought these items in advance because you know that there's going to be a time when you come home stressed out you just want to eat something oh fantastic i just make some eggs i have this packaged rice here it's going to take me 90 seconds to warm it up i make sure to take it out of the plastic and then i'm just going to put some vegetables next to it i'm going to put some sauces on that beautiful you just had a great dinner and you've saved a ton of money compared to just ordering Uber Eats. And we're going to talk about a little bit more about what specifically I would recommend buying later on and specifically about you know, preparing your your preparing for those midweek dinners. But for now, I would like to summarize my advice on going to the supermarket. Only shop once or maximum twice a week. Prepare a shopping list and make sure to stick to it. Make sure to maintain a healthy supply of quote-unquote emergency foods in your pantry. And make sure to only go to the shop when you're feeling fresh and well-fed. Because being tired, hungry and grumpy 
is very likely to drive you into making impulsive pur purchases when you are in the supermarket. My meal prep hack number two is also related to shopping and it is that you should consider buying your protein produce in bulk and I would recommend doing it directly from a farm and I have been doing this for most of the beef and most of the chicken that I consume I've been buying them from organic farms here in Victoria in Australia the, I buy my beef from a farm called Milawa organic beef and I buy my chicken from a place called Taradale Meat. So they're both organic certified and the, this thing has several benefits. So firstly, it's super convenient for you because when you, for example, when I order the beef, you have to order either a 12 and a half or 25 kilo pack. So I always buy the 25 kilo pack. That's a ton of meat. When I have 25 kilos, I'm of course not going to cook it all at once, but I'm going to freeze it. So you do need a large freezer when you do this. But once you have that 25 kilos in the freezer, it's so convenient to just, I know, okay, I'm running out of mince here in the, I, I eat mince every morning for my breakfast. I know that, okay, here in the fridge, I don't have any mince, so I'm just going to pull one out of the freezer. Boom. Or secondly, this relates to the why this is really, really good, is that the cuts that you get when you order these 25 kilo packs is that you don't just get mince, you don't just get steak, but you get a ton of different cuts that you wouldn't often otherwise buy. And most of these cuts are so-called slow cooker cuts, meaning that you can't cook this like a steak you have to slow cook this and when you do it becomes absolutely delicious and the, this is a highly beneficial because these cuts are oftentimes a little bit cheaper and they oftentimes have a ton of other parts of the animal that you wouldn't eat as opposed to just eating the muscle meat and this is beneficial because if you think about living like a hunter-gatherer or what it would have been like back in the hunter-gatherer days, they would have eaten the animal from nose to tail. They would have eaten every single part of it. They would have eaten some of the connective tissues, eaten some of the cartilage, because that, the connective tissues and the cartilage, have a lot of benefits for our body that we don't get from just eating pure muscle meat, you know, the stuff that steaks are made of. So when you slow cook this stuff, you can really liberate and you can make even the cartilage and the connective tissues nice and soft and very, very tasty. The third benefit is that when you buy directly from a farm, you actually, you can support people and farmers who are really interested in the health of the planet. And factory farming and conventional factory large-scale farming it has some significant ethical problems from you know animal health and well-being point of view but also from an environmental point of view and for example the farm i buy the milawa milawa organic beef they practice so-called carbon farming meaning that their land management techniques aim to improve the quality and the health of the soil and they aim to sequester and capture carbon back into the soil that's fantastic. I want to I want to support that. And the best way to vote 
is to vote with your dollar. So if someone is doing something that you like and you appreciate, help them, help them out. Don't help the big guy, help the little guy who's doing things in the right way. The fourth benefit from buying directly from the farmer is the price, both for you and the farmer. So for example, when I buy the 25 kilo pack, I end up paying about 20 Australian dollars per kilo for organic grass-fed beef. And to compare that, let's say I go to the supermarket and I want to buy their organic grass-fed beef mince. It's going to be $20 per kilo. However, because you're also you're not only going to get a mince, but you're going to get many, many kilos of steaks that would cost, you know, if you went to the organic butcher, if I went to the really high-end butcher and I want grass-fed organic beef, the highest quality, it's going to be 50 to 100 Australian dollars per kilo. So when you get it this way, it's going to be end up being much more cost effective and you're going to get fantastic quality and great tasting meat. And of course, because there's no middleman, the farmer is also going to get more money out of this. And this kind of leads us to the last and the fifth final benefit here is that the the beef and the meat that you, and the chicken that I buy from these organic grass-fed farmers, it tastes absolutely amazing and it's from a totally different planet compared to the supermarket stuff. And there's no going back to just buying beef from supermarket or even some restaurants. You go to a restaurant and you're like, you guys just got it from the, you know, just the supermarket down there. Like I just cook a steak that's way better quality at, at home. Why would I come here and pay a ridiculous price? So once again, I recommend buying your protein produce in bulk directly from a farm. Here in Victoria, I do it from Milawa Organic Beef and Tarradale Meats. Highly recommend those two. The third meal preparation hack for people in a hurry is going to be obviously that I recommend you to prepare your meals in bulk. So before getting into the specifics, I would like to preface this, that me and Teresa, we eat three meals a day, sometimes snacks, but most of the time just three meals, especially me, I stick to three big meals a day. And we only prepare our lunches ahead of time, okay? So we don't prepare our breakfast or our dinners ahead of time. We kind of do, and I'll touch you on that in a second, but for the quote-unquote meal prep that occurs on a weekend, that's just for the lunches for the whole week. So in my opinion, in my experience, the best way to cook in bulk is to use either a slow cooker or a barbecue. And it's it's like, or of course oven too, oven is fine. Whatever allows you to cook a lot of protein and a lot of meat in one go is usually a way to go. And I can easily cook two kilos of chicken or beef or fish or whatever in the in the barbecue in the oven or in the slow cooker and this yields five days lunches for me and Teresa in one go it's so easy it's so fast and it's so delicious it's it's absolutely it's an absolute no-brainer to do this and especially slow cooking is something I've kind of touched on in before but I'm not a great cook. I'm, you know, I'm okay cook. 
but some of these slow cooker recipes are super easy all you have to do is you know take your meat out a couple hours or an hour before you're gonna cook it bring it to room temperature look up a good recipe and you can always have kind of the same ingredients I always have the beef and then I always have these same vegetables that are they don't go too soggy in the slow cooker even if I put them on for like 10 to or 8 to 10 hours stuff like mushrooms capsicums carrots zucchini it's always the same ingredients and the only thing that changes is how I spice it and what kind of a cuisine I feel like going for and really it's only your imagination is the limit here the internet is full of fantastic advice on different kinds of recipes so if you're saying that you don't like your cooking and or that you're not a great cook I would highly recommend you to investing into a slow cooker and I would recommend to pulling your finger out of your ass and just putting a little bit of effort into it and trust me my friend you can do it you can be a great cook but the only way to be a great cook is to practice and to, to do it and what's really good about slow cooking is that it takes so little time to prepare so it'll take you about 20 minutes to prepare you put it in for 8 to 10 hours and after 8 to 10 hours the food is ready to put into containers and this is going to bring us straight into the meal preparation hack number four which is that you should stock up on containers if you stock up on the right containers this will make your life so easy I would highly recommend getting many many probably more than what you think is necessary because you might break some get many same size glass containers for your meals it's really important that they're the same size because they stack very easily into the fridge and it's very easy to portion your food correctly into them if they are the same size if they're the different size it's like if now you're playing Tetris and now it's harder for you to portion your food equally if you do want to just spread the total amount of food equally with all the meals that you are going to eat so next this is still relates to the containers I'm going to share this is probably the most important thing that Teresa and I have started doing and all the credit goes to Teresa this has made our life so much easier and helped us save significant amounts of time cooking and preparing our meals so earlier I said that we only cook our lunches in advance for the week ahead and these lunches go into the small containers that I just told you about now here's the massive hack that's gonna save you a ton of time I would recommend buying couple extra extra large glass containers too and here's what you're going to do with them when it comes to your weekday dinners when you come home from work and you're tired what are you gonna eat it's really easy and it's really quick to only cook the protein source seriously like if you're eating fish steak chicken when you barbecue the chicken when you're, you're frying whatever it's really quick to whip up the protein seriously it'll take you five to ten minutes it's the carbohydrates that's usually the problem at least for me you know putting on the massive rice cooker for example it takes 10 minutes for it to heat up I need to wash the rice 
it's a half an hour ordeal or with potatoes I gotta wash the potatoes I gotta peel chop the potatoes I gotta put them in and they're gonna stay like 20-30 minutes in there it's a 40-45 minute ordeal same with sweet potatoes same with okay pasta is a little bit quicker oftentimes but still it's the carbohydrate source that's going to be the biggest resistance that's going to lead you into the decision of ah oh, fuck it I'm just gonna get Uber Eats instead so the meal prep hack is to prepare your carbohydrates in advance okay and the same is gonna go for vegetables because vegetables you gotta wash them you gotta chop them up all this all this is gonna accumulate into resistance of cooking your own food and your own dinner as opposed to just getting uber eats so here it is the hack number five is cook your carbohydrates in bulk and and it in advance and wash and chop up your veggies in advance personally I eat potatoes and rice with each of my meals including my breakfast but when I wake up in the morning the last thing I want to do is start putting on the rice cooker or put chopping some potatoes or washing potatoes the last thing I want to do is to start chopping up vegetables I just want to have it nice and easy all I have to do is take it from the big big container that I've cooked them in bulk into I'll just take it from the fridge put it into the plate put it in the microwave my potatoes are heating up fantastic at the same time I'm cooking my mince it'll take me a couple minutes to do that at the same time I'm parboiling my vegetables that my beautiful girlfriend has chopped up in advance during the weekend so now I don't have to chop them up in the morning but it's really easy for me to just pour them from the large container that I put into my fridge onto the the stove and just cook them up really really quickly so I don't want to cook my carbs every day I don't want to wash and chop my veggies every day but I don't mind cooking my protein every day because it doesn't take that much time so I really do have to give credit to Teresa because she's the one who started doing this she oftentimes does it too but like chopping up vegetables once a week you make a huge pile of mushroom carrots capsicum silver beet asparagus broccolini then you put it into the fridge in an extra extra large glass container this is an absolute game changer and I would highly recommend for you to test it out so I would like to do a recap here of the five meal preparation hacks that are going to save you time they're gonna save you money and they're gonna help you to achieve your fitness goals the number one is to only go to the supermarket once a week you're going to prepare a shopping list you're gonna make sure that you stick to it you're going to maintain a healthy supply of emergency foods in your pantry and you make sure that when you go to the shops you are fresh and you're well fed you're not tired you're not hungry you're not stressed out because that might just drive you into making some impulsive purchases number two I recommend buying your protein produce in bulk directly from the farm to save you money save you time and get produce that's better for you it's better for the farmer and it's better for the environment number three is that I recommend preparing your lunches in bulk and I highly highly recommend using a slow cooker 
or a barbecue that allows you to prepare a couple kilos of protein in one go. Number four, stock up on glass containers. I would highly recommend getting a lot of one meal size glass containers and then a couple very, very large ones. And you just want to make sure that the small containers are the same shape and size as the other small containers and the other the large containers are the same shape and size as the other large containers this is going to make your life much easier it is going to be much easier to stack them and fit them into the fridge number five is to prepare your carbohydrates in bulk and prepare your chopping your vegetables in bulk in advance because this is what takes the most amount of time so when you prepare your carbohydrates you know you you boil a ton of potatoes or you make a ton of rice and you just put it into this big container and then you just take it when you when you need it this is going to save you significant amount of time and this is going to reduce the resistance to whipping up a quick and a delicious nutritious dinner as opposed to just going for uber eats in the evening my friend i would really love to hear what you think of this what you think of these five hacks and if you have anything to add to this list if you have some hacks that are really helping you but i didn't cover today i would absolutely love to hear about them so feel free to send me a message on my instagram at coach and share your meal preparation hacks or just send me a comment on any of my posts on instagram if you found this episode useful please share with one other person who needs these meal preparation hacks in their life. It would help me a ton if you took the opportunity to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and rate and review me, Coach Pure, on Google Reviews when you search for Coach Pure. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. This is Coach Pure. Let's do this.